The Ed and Tom Show presents the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. of the Fantasy Island Boys football season. I'm one half of the Ed and Tom show, your Lord Commissioner, Tommy T. How are you guys doing? I am doing okay. Um, I have won a game this season, just not in the last three weeks, um, but we'll get into all that. But uh, hey, got some uh, breaking news that literally I just found out. About five minutes ago, I just sent a text to uh, the squire of the scribe or squire, whatever the hell he calls himself, or co-missioner, Eddie Rock, about um, the prize for NFL.com Fantasy Football Leagues. You can no longer upgrade your league to the ultimate experience, which means no more championship rings. This is uh, news to me. I just haven't seen, usually by like week two or three, I can upgrade the team or the league to be an ultimate team or an ultimate league, excuse me. And that's when you pay the $120 to uh, upgrade your league and then the custom ring comes out of that. Um, That is no longer an option. Um, I did buy the belt with my own hard-earned money. But that does not fix the custom individual, individualized uh, trophy that only Ed, Dale, and uh, myself have. So I guess we need to figure out what we're going to do with this going forward. Uh, very disheartening because that ring's pretty fucking awesome, if you ask me. Um, we'll have to we'll have to talk about it as a league, and we'll we'll see what's going on there. But. Uh, We'll figure it out. There is a trophy, though. So, um, but anyway, let's get on to these fucking matchups. Hawkamaniacs. Hawkamaniac? Yeah, just Hawkamaniac beats the Untouchables, takes control of the career series 4-3. to Hawkamaniac records the second highest score this week to beat the Untouchables 127-102. to Hawkamaniac took a 23-point lead on Thursday and remained in front for the rest of the matchup. The Untouchables lost their third straight matchup. Fuck. Hawkamaniac remains in third place in the hut and the Untouchables stay in ninth. Hawkamaniac takes on Yaktown's finest in week five while the Untouchables match up with the Silent Killers, who are 0-4. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm going to let you guys know a little something here. Um, Not once did I consider ever putting Jordan Reed into my lineup this week. Not one time. And the dude fucking goes off for three touchdowns on Thursday night. So um, what the fuck, man? Um, I, I, I still, I mean, today, even today, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to put Derek, Derek, uh, Henry in above of Jordan Howard. Cause Jordan Howard has been fucking absolutely horrible as of late. I mean, I've never really been a big fan of him anyway. He wasn't fucking that touted coming into this season, but it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? And so on my bench is 31 points. 
from Howard, 31 points. Jacoby Brissett goes does better than Jared Goff, but only by a point. So I don't think, even if I would have started him and Jared, uh, Jacoby Brissett, I don't feel I would have beaten uh, Dale. I don't believe I would have beaten Dale anyway. Hold on. So, finally, I mean, not finally, I, I actually thought I actually had a chance to beat Dale this week. Hold on. But it was behind the legs of Christian McCaffrey. Devontae Adams finally decides to show up this week. The fucking Carolina's kicker goes for 13. And Russell Wilson has a pedestrian day. And I lose. I have Jared Goff goes for almost 29. Nick Chubb, thank fucking God for Nick Chubb, or I don't even fucking show up this weekend. Because what the fuck is going on with my wide receivers? Number one draft pick for me, for the untouchables, Juju Smith-Schuster. Let's look at his stats over the season. Uh, 10 points week one, 10 points week two, 15 against the 49ers. That's because he had a 75-yard touchdown. You take that away, he does nothing. Three fucking points on a night he's on primetime and mic'd up and you want to see this, that, and the other thing. Three fucking catches for 15 yards. Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell? Steelers are fucking garbage without Ben Roethlisberger. Even on the road, I would rather have road Ben than whatever the fuck is going on in Pittsburgh right now. This dude was averaging two-yard passes all fucking game long. Mason Rudolph, fuck you. Holy shit. I I even offered uh, Juju Smith-Schuster up in a trade today, and it got shot down. Of course, I was asking for Saquon Barkley, but what the fuck ever. I mean, just, that's a, I mean, is anybody wants Juju Smith-Schuster, take him, please. I'll give him to you. Now, and then what about my fucking keeper, DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre fucking Hopkins. Week one, 27.1 points. Yes, that's why I kept him. Next week, six points. Next week, nine points. This week, five points. The fuck is going on in Houston? Fantasy football is frustrating as shit, man. It's like the people you want, Justin, or excuse me, Jason goddamn old man River Witten, I requit, now I'm back, scored more points than Hollywood Brown, than Juju Smith-Schuster, than DeAndre Hopkins, than every other receiver on my bench. Calvin Ridley, I didn't even want to start him, and I, I didn't, thank God, but he still would have done better than Marquise Brown by point by one catch. One catch better, he would have got me by 0.5 points. What the fuck is going on over here, man? This is not this is not a season, a fantasy football season. We can't have rings anymore. Where Chano's undefucking feated. Uh, spoiler alert, sorry about that. But what the hell is going on here? Grumpy Bear and fucking Brown Clown are are in are leading this are pretty much leading this league. It's like what the hell is going on? I have no clue. No clue what's going on anymore. Alright, the the difference makers. Hey, I'm gonna start doing this again. The difference makers for this matchup brought to you by people who still insist on using checkbooks in the grocery line. You know, the ones that stand there and fucking look at the fucking uh, tabloids and all the, the candy that they're not going to eat. Or maybe they put some butter some some butterscotch, buy some of them hard candy butterscotches, put them out on the little, the little conveyor belt there, give them to my grandkids, mm-hmm, hope they don't choke. Um, wait for them to tell them their complete total of their entire purchase and then open up their purse. Take out the chat 
notebook. Lick the end of the pen. Oh, shit, this pen doesn't work. Do you have a pen that works? And then they have to dig in a box or whatever, grab a pen. Oh, that one doesn't work either. Let me get it. Oh, hey, 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 Danny, do you have a pen over there I can borrow for this young lady that is trying to write, uh, write a check? And finally, 10 minutes later, she's got a fucking a pen, and then she writes out her fucking check, and then realizes that, oh, this, this check, this checkbook is for, for, uh, for, uh, uh, Sunday purchases only, and then grabs a different checkbook, and then fills out the check, and meanwhile, your fucking milk and eggs have all expired, waiting for her to write out her goddamn check at the grocery store. That's who the difference makers are of this matchup are brought to you by. Uh, for the untouchables, the def, the the um, difference maker is Nick Chubb. Uh, scored thirty seven point eight points. He had uh, Chubb had twenty carries for a season high one hundred sixty five yards and three touchdowns. Much respect, Nick Chubb. Way to represent and show up for the untouchables, man. At least somebody did. And then for, and then for Dale, hold on. Um, his difference maker was Devonte Adams. Uh, got him twenty three points on the Dizot. Adams had ten fucking catches, five points just in catches, for a season high one hundred and eighty yards. I uh, hope his toes doing all right though. Um, he did come up with some turf toe at the end of the fucking game. How convenient for me. God damn, do I sound bitter today, guys? Do I sound bitter? Yes, I do, because Dale... Hold on. ...just ooh, is a... You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole! That's you, Dale. Hold on. All right. On to the next matchup. Uh, so we have... Pink Eye Slayers pulverizes Fantasy John for third straight win. The Pink Eye Slayers put up the highest point total in the league this week to bulldoze Fantasy John 148-88. to This win was a bit of revenge for the Pink Eye Slayers following a postseason defeat last year to Fantasy John. This is the third straight week Fantasy John has scored less than their previous week's point total. They got 125 two weeks ago, 106 last week, and 88 this week. That smells like a decline in points, Fantasy John. The Pink Eye Slayers climbs into fourth place, and Fantasy John stays in sixth. Peterson had plenty of opportunities for Fantasy John, but could only manage 28 total yards on 11 touches. What an asshole. Next week... Pink Eye Slayers will match up against Monster Machine, and Fantasy John gets game underscore blouses, who is averaging a league-leading 136.96 points a game. So yes, John, or excuse me, Jake gets his fantasy postseason revenge against uh, Fantasy John. That that last time they matched up against was it for the Grumpy Bear. So uh, congratulations, Jake, on handing a yet again another win, uh, another loss to John and getting yourself a yet again another W. So um, what? Who who did who did he have again? Who did he have again? Okay, so Lamar Jackson goes off again. Carson Wentz for John doesn't have a bad game. They're 25 points. I'll take that any fucking day. That's any higher score than Goff has had all fucking season anyway. And then how about this for, for Jake and the Peak Eye Slayers? Wayne fucking Gallman. In replay in in uh in uh Saquon Barkley's absence goes for almost 26 fucking points. As opposed to Adrian Peterson's less than three. <laughs> Carson, Chris Carson goes for 16 and a half. Julio, pedestrian, less than eight. Kenny fucking Galladay picks up the slack, though, for Jake. 21 with a little over 21 points. And then Austin fucking Hooper. Austin goddamn Hooper 
goes for almost 18 points. 17 and a half points for a tight end. That's fucking pretty awesome. Pretty goddamn awesome. DJ Chark gets a touchdown, but still scored more points than any of my wide receivers did. So, uh, what the fuck? All right. Harrison Butker left some out on the field. If you watch that game, Harrison Butker, I think, missed a field goal and an extra point. And then uh, the Rams defense don't do shabby, too shabby, I should say. But uh, they gave up 55 fucking points. Way to go, NFC champs. But, uh, man, who would have thought that Jake, Jake would be doing as well as he is. He's number four in the league, so I misspoke. He's number four right now in the league, not number two. Um, but John, man, uh, welcome to, welcome to my life. Only I've not scored under a hundred points at all this year. Not once have I scored under a hundred points, but, uh, we'll get into that fucking rigmarole later. Um, but you could have, you could have had a better showing John, if you would have show, if you would have started Jameis Winston, over Carson Wentz, and who the fuck would do that? But anyway, yeah, that's disgusting. So the difference makers of this matchup are brought to you by President Trump. Why not? He's our president-in-chief, or our commander-in-chief, excuse me, commander-in-chief. He knows right how to grab a woman, and uh, and these guys know right how to score some points. For uh, their perspective team. So uh, Wayne Gallman is the difference maker for Jake and the Pink Eye Slayer. Scoring 25.8 points. And Carson Wentz is the difference maker for Fantasy John. 25.7 points. Huh. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. With 25.7 points, 160 passing yards, and three touchdowns. Wentz tallied the ninth highest score for a QB this week. Gallman, 63, 63 rushing yards, 55 receiving yards, one rushing touchdown, and one receiving touchdown, scored 25.8 points, the fifth highest score of any running back in the league this week. Pretty damn good if you ask me, because I wrote him off. I'm like, there's no way any Giants running back is going to be worth a shit after Saquon went down. I was wrong. We'll see. <sighs> Time will tell. Time will tell. So good luck next week, guys. Jake, take it easy on uh, Hefe. He's uh, he's fragile. He's 0-4. So uh, uh, speaking of Hefe, game underscore blouses beats Monster Machine. Captures career series lead 6-2. Wow. Austin Eckler scored two touchdowns in the New England D. Patriots defense added another 20 points as game underscore blouses beat Monster Machine 103 to 91. A late push during Monday Night Football wasn't in the cards for Monster Machine. Game blouses took a 10 game underscore blouses took a 10 point lead on Thursday and maintained an advantage throughout the matchup. This win was a revenge to law, uh, revenge for a loss to Monster Machine in their last meeting a season ago. Monster Machine drops to 11th, and Game Underscore Blouses remains in second place. Hoey, Hoey is in second place. What? And Mixon had plenty of opportunities for Monster Machine, but he's a fucking idiot. And it could only manage 63 total yards and 19 touches. One spot where Munster Machine really made a regrettable decision is wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Could have play, started in place of Keenan Allen, and that point difference would have changed the outcome. Hmm, who's starting Keenan who Jarvis Landry over Keenan Allen? Nobody. In addition to the fantasy victory. Game underscore blouses has been enough, has was keen enough to select winners in real life as well. Everyone on their starters, uh, every one of their starters suited up on an NFL team that won week four. Hmm, hmm, that's nice. No one gives a fuck, NFL. Shit. Yeah, that sucks. That's two weeks in a row. You, or last week, you fucking would have beat everybody in the league, Hefe. Everybody in the league. 
except for the person you went up against in Be Lover. This week, you could have beat the underachieving uh, game underscore blouses because they barely scored 100 points. But by rights, if you're not scoring 100 points, you shouldn't win. That's my take on it. But who gives a fuck? I've only won one game. Um, Patrick Mahomes comes down to earth, and Mason Rudolph for Munster Machine outscores Peyton Mahomes by two, almost three points. What? Not one touchdown was Patrick Mahomes accountable for, accounted for. Hmm. Gross. And they scored 34 points, so that's strange. Austin Eckler goes off again, probably for the last week ever, uh, until, uh, what's his face? Melvin Gordon. <coughs> Melvin Gordon uh, breaks his leg. You heard it here first. Uh, and then everybody else is fucking, well, then the Patriots defense. That Patriots defense doesn't score 20 fucking points. Jeff, you win. Jeff, you, you would have won, but your Vikings didn't do shit either on defense. But, man, Mason Rudolph, David Johnson, and Will Disley. Top three highest scorers for the Munster Machine. Look at Will Disley. Four touchdowns in four weeks and something like that. Four touchdowns in four weeks. That is awesome. That's pretty good for a touch uh, for a tight end in the Seattle defense or Seattle offense, excuse me. But uh, fuck the Seahawks. But you could have scored Matt Stafford, Hefe. Why you no do that? I don't know. Why would you? Why? I well, I guess because the the Bengals off uh, the Bengals defense is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, you you left you left the winning recipe on the bench there, Hefe. But sorry, dude. It happens to the best of us, including me. Uh, yeah, I'm included in the best of us fuckers. But anyway, the who's the who's okay? The difference makers, difference makers in this matchup are brought to you by. Your mom's lasagna. You know what I'm talking about? That that It could replace lasagna with whatever uh, recipe that your mom makes the best of. And you've had other people's versions of it. But it just fucking is. It say, tastes like fucking sawdust or, or cat piss. So you want to. Uh, you, 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 this is brought to. Brought to you by your mom's lasagna. Uh, Austin Eckler is uh, the game. The game. The difference maker for uh, game underscore blouse has scored 26.7 points. And Mason Rudolph is Monster Machines difference maker, 20.8 points. Rudolph had 229 passing yards and two touchdowns and was the highest scoring starter for Monster Machine this week. Yep, keyword starter. Uh, the 26.7 points scored by Eckler this week was good enough to rank fourth among running, back, running backs. Oh, man. Better luck to you next week, uh, their old Munster machine. Uh, better days are ahead. They have to be, right? I mean, can it get any worse? <laughs> Yaktown's finest silences. Silent killers. See what they did there? Rises to 10th place. A rally on both Sunday night football and Monday night football wasn't good enough for silent killers. They scored 15 points on Sunday night and 22 on Monday night, combining for 46% of their total score. But Yaktown's finest still easily got the 126 to 84 victory. Yaktown's finest was led by Aaron Rodgers this week and Rodgers passed for 422 yards and provided 31 points in the beatdown. Robert Woods also showed up this season. This week, the one time ever this season, Robert Woods also helped out with 22, almost 23 points with 164 receiving yards, adding insult to injury. Silent Killers had a starter score zero points. Terry McLaren, that's because that motherfucker probably was in church and didn't see that the dude wasn't playing anymore this week or was inactive, I should say. So, uh. Key word here, or a lesson to be learned here, don't go to church. Uh, Yaktown Finest 
climbs into 10th place while Silent Killers drops to the cellar. Silent Killers is going to be that silent grumpy bear. Gross. Montgomery had plenty of opportunities for Silent Killers, but could only manage 67 total yards on 24 touches. That's gross. Yaktown's finest has a tough one in Week 5 when they go up against Hawkamaniac, who averages a solid 133 points per game. Silent Killers plays the untouchables. Yep, that's me. God, I hope I don't lose to the 12th place team in the league. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's look at this matchup. Yet again, a team does not score over 100 points this week. Dak Prescott is a fucking idiot and didn't even score nine points. James Conner, the Terminator, goes off because Mason Rudolph just dump, 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 dump. I want to see how many catches this dude had anyway, because that was that was a pretty good uh, uh, PPR game for for the uh, for the running back. Yes, eight catches, eight fucking catches. 83 yards and a touchdown. Eight catches. That's pretty goddamn good for a running back. That's uh, what Le'Veon Bell used to do over there. Uh, But with a much better quarterback. Morty. (coughs) Sorry. Um, David Montgomery, horseshit. Marvin Jones, horseshit. Amari Cooper is horseshit. O.J. Howard, horseshit. Terry McLaurin, the F1 McLaurin, zero points. Dude, you got to get up and check them. You got to check them statuses, homie. Uh, Greg the Leg goes for 13. Chargers do 10. That's not bad. Not bad for a defense, I guess. Not good either, but. Todd Gurley for Yaktown's finest. Todd Gurley. Scores his high double, almost doubles his uh, highest uh, production of the year fantasy wise with 22 and a half. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers almost gets 32. Everybody else, except for Robert Woods and then Marvin Gay, Matt Gay. Okay, <laughs> the kicker for the Buccaneers gets 15 fucking points because they scored 55. He had to score fucking 30 of those points at least. God damn. Uh, Seahawks almost go for 16, the defense. So not a shabby weekend for Yaktown's finest to get off the proverbial schneid. So uh, finally, Yaktown's finest has a win, scoring over 100 points. Good job, dude. I Probably for the first time this year. May have to go back and look at that, but I think this is the first time Ed scored over 100 this year. Maybe not. But uh, who gives a fuck? Anyway, the Difference Makers brought to you by Ed's favorite people, the LPs, the little people. You know, the guys that they have like kind of normal faces and then like their their bodies are like mis- not proportioned and it just they're fun to look at. And uh, I agree. They could make for an interesting addition to the league. But uh, no, they would have to be uh, mascots or uh, party favors at best because uh, 12 teams is just perfect. James Conner for the Silent Killers is the difference maker, 22 and a half points. And Robert Woods for Yaktown's finest, 22.9. Woods made 13 catches for a season high, 164. And Connor scored two, 22 and a half points, the eighth highest total score of any running back in this league, or excuse me, this league this week. So uh, congratulations, Ed, for getting off the schneid and picking on uh, the grumpy bear of the league. Hopefully I can do the same. Uh, good luck to you next week, Powder, but uh, hopefully you go 0-5 for my sake. <laughs> Hail Mary Jane brings down Rekit My Kamara, makes it four in a row. Hail Mary Jane got past Rekit My Kamara, who had trouble scoring points this week. 95 to 68. 
This win was revenge loss for Rekit Maikamara in the last meeting a season ago. Rekit Maikamara already won the lowest scoring, is one already one of the lowest scoring teams in the league this season, scored just 59% of their 116 season average. Gross! With Nelson Aguilar delivering a zero for Hail Mary Jane is just insult to injury. I added that piece. Um, Hail Mary, the margin could have been bigger. Rekit my Kamara drops to seventh place and Hail Mary Jane remains in first. No fucking weird, guys. Fucking weird. Here, there was only one noteworthy player on Hail Mary Jane that missed out on some chances despite being targeted nine times. Philip Dorsett could only manage two catches. But does it fucking matter? Because he fucking destroyed him. He didn't even score 100, but he still fucking beat him. Jesus. In week five, Hail Mary Jane takes on end zone maniacs while re-kit my Kamara battles freaks and Zeke. So... What the fuck happened to you, B-Lover? Wow. Oh, Tom Brady scoring only 4.7 points. Kamara hailed under 11. Marlon Mack under 4. Evan Ingram, the I think he's the number one tight end in fantasy this year so far, at least in our league, I think. 7.4. Your Packers defense, 1.8. That's what does it. That's recipe for Suckville. Um... Yeah, your highest, your highest scoring uh, starter was sixteen point nine, and that was uh, uh, Mike Evans. But everybody was scoring points in that fucking game. Uh, Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray would have been a better play for you. Uh, Ronald Jones would have been a better player than any of one of, any of your running backs. But who's starting these guys? Nobody, nobody. Day 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 was Day Day Westbrook would have uh, would have been a better start for uh, than any of your wide receivers. No, 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 not any of them. Um, actually, you did pretty good there. But your your flex, you could have put them in your flex. Could have put them in your flex. But woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda. But how about this? So Chano, our brown our brown clown, sixteen point six out of uh, out of Ryan, Matty Ice, almost sixteen out of McCoy. Almost 16 out of carry on Johnson. Almost three points for Dorsett. Absolutely shit. A zero out of Nelson Aguilar. Eric Ebron has a long touchdown, which saves his fantasy day. Paul Richardson, less than three points. Will Lutz, the kicker, 14. And that Bears defense cinches it for him on... Uh, um, uh, no, it wasn't. Sorry. I'm getting my games mixed up. But either way, uh, 15, almost 16 points for a Bears defense. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that was a Sunday night. Yeah, that was a Sunday night game. And uh, the Bears fucking destroyed, not destroyed, but uh, shut down them Vikings uh, to give them uh, that's almost 16 points. But how about this? One of the highest scoring players in fantasy in week four, Chris Godwin on Chano's bench, but he was on almost everybody in America's bench because it wasn't until game time that he was announced that he was even going to play. Like literally they're getting, Oh yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, Chris Godwin is starting boom and we're off. Um, cause I have him in another league and I had him on my bench too. And he didn't practice all week. The motherfucker didn't practice all week. So man, but either way, luckily for Chano, B-Lover fucking shits the bed big time. And Chano prevails to go fucking 4-0. What the fuck, yo? Um, oh, Ch- Tyler just canceled. Uh, uh, what's it called? Tyler just... Uh, Rejected a trade of mine again. God damn it. Oh, well. I think I've made trades with almost everybody in this league. Or, I sh- let me say, I sh- I've submitted a trade almost every week this week. and Or, every week this season. God, why can't I put words together? Maybe because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, and not one has been accepted. But some of them have been uh, a reach. But a lot of them are pretty fair. 
and uh, nope, nobody wants to trade. So, uh, well, um, <clears throat> but Jesus Christ, fucking brown clown. We're, we get no fucking championship rings this year. Brown clown's 4-0. Jake is fucking third or fourth in the league. I can't fucking win a game to save my life unless it's against Ed, but that's like fucking picking on your little sister who has one leg and fucking half an eyeball. God. Congratulations, Brown Clown. I'm happy for you. Oh, shout out to Brown Clown. Shout out to Brown Clown. Um, sorry. Shout out to Brown Clown. <laughs> I accidentally hit a bubble uh, button there. <laughs> um, shout out to Brown Clown. He, I received a package in the mail the other day. Uh, it was like a get well gift for me. Um, I haven't had my surgery yet. That's tomorrow. If you're listening to this, I'm probably under the knife right now. Um, so, uh, prayers for me. I don't need prayers. Just, uh, just accept my trades, please just accept my trades. Um, anyway, but anyway, probably one of the fucking most awesomest gifts I've could have gotten, uh, to recent memory. Um, he got, uh, you know, the, if you're familiar with the game of uh, Cards Against Humanity, Chano got me the Star Wars edition. And, yep, it is not just, for, it's not for kids <laughs> reading through the cards. It is definitely adults only. And, yes, if you play this game, you're going, you're basically stamping your, your fucking fast pass to, to hell. But, hey, I'll see you all there. But uh, thanks again, Brown Clown. You're the dude, man. Thank you very much. Uh, but hopefully your winning streak loses. Or your winning streak stops. Is that, yeah, that's what I meant to say. But uh, all right. Um, the difference makers in this matchup are brought to you by your mom's favorite sexual position. Because if you just think about that, um, you were probably conceived in that position because she uh, was probably more susceptible to uh, becoming inseminated. So uh, if you could just think about your mom's having sex. I know I do. All of you um, probably had sex with your mothers, most of them anyway. You know what I mean, Brown Clown? <laughs> anyway, uh, Mike Evans is re-kick my Camaras with 16.9. That's disgusting. And Will Lutz, a kicker for Hail Mary Jane, 14 points. Lutz scored 14 points, the fifth highest score of any kicker in the league this week. With 16.9, Evans tallied the 10th highest score for a wide receiver this week. Congratulations, fuckfaces. All right. Endzone Maniacs comes back to Nip Freaks and Zeke makes it three in a row. Three in a row! Yep. Three and a row. All right. Hey, sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> had to step away for a second. Uh, phone was ringing. And it came up private number. I'm like, do I answer? Um, do I answer? It's a trap! Or maybe I do because I'm waiting. I, I do answer because I'm waiting for my surgeon to call me. And they called, and I have to be at the hospital at 6 o'clock in the morning. <sighs> yeah, 6 o'clock in the morning. I bet you I sit there for a while waiting and waiting for my surgery to happen, though. So, But maybe they get me right in. That is what I, I had to... T I got distracted there for a minute, so I apologize. I am back. All right. Uh, apologize. I need to start this one over. I think I just got through the headline. End Zone Maniacs comes back to Nip Freaks and Zeke. Makes it three in a row. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, three in a row for Tyler. Starts off like shit. And then three in a goddamn row. Um, but doesn't score over 100 points, and we'll get into that. And I'm opening up a uh, cold, refreshing beverage with a lightsaber uh, bottle opener given to me by Fantasy John. Thanks, brother. This thing has uh, put in some work. It hasn't cut down any younglings like old Anakin Skywalkers, but it's knocked down some beers, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> 
drinking me some uh, Samuel Adams Oktoberfest because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, anyway, no, I like me my beer. Um, uh, uh, Marty, it was just another one of those knockdown, knockdown, drag out battles. Not like the pillow fight that Chano had. Uh, end zone maniacs is accustomed to. This time they came out on top at the expense of Freaks and Zeke. 94 to 91, Freaks and Zeke took uh, took control first with 40 to 38 after the opening set of Sunday games. They gave it, gave up that lead after the late Sunday game and were behind 77 to 72. Leonard Fournette provided a spark for end zone maniacs during those games with an outstanding performance. The lead changed direction again after the Cowboys Saints game on Sunday night, and Freaks and Zeke had 87 to 77 edge. However, end zone maniacs emerged victorious with a comeback on Monday night. There was one fairly noticeable starter on end zone maniacs that that let some chances slip slip away. Even though Odell Beckham Jr. got the shit choked out of him, even though they won't admit it, saw a total of seven targets. He only reeled in two catches. Diva! Both sides have players trending in the right direction. Leonard Fournette on Endzone Maniacs and Devonta Freeman for Freaks and Zeke. They've both seen their touches increase in three consecutive games. In week five, Endzone Maniac gets Hail Mary Jane. While Freaks and Zeke goes up against Reek Hit My Kamara. So, Chano, or excuse me, Tyler gets uh, number one in the league, and Freaks and Zeke gets a guy who's on the decline. Uh, well, we'll see if it's a decline. So, the difference maker. Ooh, difference maker. <laughs> right here in my hand. Difference making. Brought to you by Sam Adams Limited Release Oktoberfest, a rich and balanced traditional Marzen. <sighs> I wish I was getting paid by Sam Adams to say that, but I'm not. It just so happens to be in my hand. So uh, malts that bring so much to a great beer at the heart of our Oktoberfest, we developed a unique malt blend to provide a deep, robust color and smooth, rich flavor like you. We look forward to the tradition every (laughs) every year. So it's the least we can do to make sure every sip is worth it. Jim Coke. Founder and brewer. Is it Coke or Cock? Jim Coke. K-O-C-H. I think that's Coke. But uh, founder and a brewer. Anyway, that's who the Difference Makers are brought to you by today. Uh, For the End Zone Maniacs is the Pittsburgh defense. Last night's defense against the Bungholes got them 17 points for a defense. Hell yeah. And that was what took him over the top. Devonta Freeman uh, was the the difference maker for Freaks and Zeke. The week this week marked the best point total of the season for Freeman, twenty eight rushing yards and seventy two passing yards. Oh my God, Morty! Twenty eight rushing yards, and we're giving this guy praise. It's the receiving yards. It is a PPR league, as he racked up fourteen points. The Steelers defense. Three points allowed, eight sacks, one interception, and one fumble uh, recovery. Scored 17 points, the fourth largest score of any defense in the league this week. So uh, congratulations, gentle people. Um, eh, where, where's my phone at? Hold on. There's my phone. All right. Uh, Chano, or not Chano. Tyler, Deshaun Watson, less than 13 points. Ugh. Had to start Chris Thompson because of uh, the Niners being on bye. And isn't that weird to say Raheem Mostert is a, bi- a viable starter? Hmm, crazy. But he could have started uh, Tariq Cohen and got him better. Learn Leonard Fournette goes for almost 26. Darren Waller is a pretty good tight end this year. That's all right for him. And there's there's that 17 points from the defense. So what happened with Zeke? With Freaks and Zeke. Oh, butters. Uh, Zeke and uh, Devonta Freeman. A catch separates their score. Elliott with 14 and a half. 
Sterling Shepard goes for almost 14. Cooper Cup showed up. Hell yeah, but almost I think every I think every wide receiver for the Rams showed up except for well Brandon Cook still went for 10, so better than either of my wide receivers. So fuck. But yeah, I mean very I mean Tyler could have gone over 100 if he would have started Marcus Mariota. But who's starting Marcus Mariota over Deshaun Watson? Uh, Deshaun Watson's supposed to be matchup proof, and then Mariota against the the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons are are not good at all, but the but Deshaun Watson is supposed to be one of those set it and forget it guys. Is he? Is he? And then Butters takes a chance on Kyle Allen with uh, uh, Tyler Perry being out for the second straight week. See what I did there, <laughs> and. If, 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 uh, what's his face? If he would have started, if Butters would have started Cortland Sutton over any one of his wide receivers, any one, well, if he would have started him in place of Brandon Cooks, he wins the game. If he puts him in ahead of uh, Sterling Shepard, he wins the game. Yeah, basically, if you play, if he would have played Cortland Sutton, with Cooper Cup, he wins. What a coulda, shoulda. Oh, well. Oh, well. But, hey, good job, guys. That's week four. Let's get into the uh, the the money here. Let's talk about these bonuses right quick. Week one, uh, highest one-week score is Brent. His week three last week, uh, or, yeah, last week still holds up, 167.74. But in a little bit of an update, I think two weeks ago I stated that Brent had the league record with highest points scored in one week. Went back to the beginning, year one. Ed, in week 14, scored 200 point zero six points so that is the record we have to beat that is the record to be topped ed has a record um but uh for this year brent has it for with 167.74 points that is our mark on the board this season closest margin of loss ed week two with 0.98 point loss to butters Highest single active player still belongs to Dale. Hold on. And his Russell Wilson start in week three for 45.34 points. League MVP belongs to Jake. Olamar Jackson, 132.2 points. Edges out Patty Mahomes. And then a total points performance for a team uh, on the season is... Hoey with 547.82 points. So that's the money breakdown, guys. So uh, good job. Um, good luck to you guys next week. And, uh, um, yeah, we'll see We'll see what happens next week. Uh, I should hopefully be recovered enough to record a podcast for you guys uh, at, on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, see, We'll see uh, what powder schedule's like. I'm recording a little early this week because... Sheree has plans for me um, tonight, being the night before surgery. So um, she's probably going to take me to dinner or make me make her sandwiches or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So I took uh, took off work early uh, to record this podcast because that's how much I care about you guys. Um, it was kind of uh, last minute, though. I didn't think I was going to be able to um, with shit going on. But when I got to work and my boss said, I didn't think you were coming in today. I kind of like said, oh, okay. Well, did a few things and then uh, came home to record this thing. So that's how much I love you guys. Um, no homo. But if you are, it's okay. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so uh, good luck, guys. And can we get off? Can we fucking knock down these dudes that are supposed to be on our fucking heels or on the bottom of our feet? If Oh, my God. Chano. Fuck, dude. We got to take these guys down, man. Let's unite. Let's c- 
con- let's conspire. Let's what do they call collude? Let's collude and conspire <laughs> to beat these guys. Accept my trades. I promise, guys, I will be that martyr. I will beat these guys. I will gladly take the championship that none of you guys want, and you just want to give away to these guys. So just let me be the guy. Let me be the guy to do this for us, guys. I will do this. I don't mind. I don't fucking mind. So uh, on on behalf of Eddie Rock, I am one half of the Ed and Tom show. And this has been the week four recap of the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. And until next week, fuck off. Green salad up and green salad down. Last gun start got a tail of brown. Green salad up and green salad down. Last gun start got a tail of brown. Green salad up and green salad down.